0: This is Indie Business Podcast, Season 3, Episode 6, Makers on Main Street. Hello and welcome to this episode of the Indie Business Podcast. I am your host, mentor and coach, Donna Maria, the founder and CEO at IndieBusinessNetwork.com. My goal is to help makers and handmade entrepreneurs build a solid business foundation, increase your income, and use your business to create the life you love. On this episode, I will introduce you to Torian Howell of Dornay Bath and Body Luxuries in Twinsburg, Ohio. Torian is the single mother of one son, and even with her business going gangbusters and a newly opened retail store, she still holds down a full-time job. Torian started out as a manicurist and she still maintains her license, but today 100% of her entrepreneurial energy is devoted to making and selling the products her customers love. Torian's past work experience has made it easy for her to land her products in salons and her online retail sales are brisk as well. Earlier this month, she opened her first retail store, while the sky is the limit with this maker, she has had to overcome significant challenges to bring her goals to fruition. Her story will encourage you to knock down every wall that threatens to come between you and your business. You can get a summary for this episode at indiebusinessnetwork.com forward slash thirty. I'll be right back with Torian Howell of Dornay Bath and Body Luxuries in Twinsburg, Ohio. Torian Howell from Dornay outside Cleveland, Ohio. Welcome to Indie Business Podcast. Good morning, Donna Maria. I'm so excited to have you. Now, tell me where, where you are right now when we're talking. I, I love how we have the freedom and flexibility to be anywhere we want to be in our businesses. Where are you right now?
1: I'm actually in my basement, sitting at my
0: desk. Perfect. (laughs) Well, I'm at my kitchen table. So uh, (laughs) I have the luxury of uh, having a quiet house today. So I um, am really excited to be here. And I'm comfortable. I have a cup of coffee. And I'm so excited to talk to you. Now, Torian, you've been a member of the Indie Business Network for a long time. And tell us a little bit about how you started Dornay.
1: Well, actually, um, the Dornay line started out of one goal and that was just to take care of my mother. My mother had pancreatic cancer. She was diagnosed in 2004. So I started making butters and lotions to try and help combat with the dryness as it results from the chemotherapy and the radiation that she was um, taking. And it was drying her skin really, really bad and we were trying, you know, things that we use all the time, our traditional lotions, our store-bought lotions, and I said, well, let me try and make something up. And I just kind of whipped something up and it helped her it really did it it made a difference in restoring the moisture and elasticity in her skin she didn't like it because i didn't put a fragrance in it she says i'm not dead and she would spray her perfume in it so that is actually how the dornay line started it started just out of a desire for me to just help my mom maintain some sense of normalcy And when she passed, I always say she birthed the Dornay line, which is a combination of the words adore and my mother name Renee.
0: Oh, how beautiful. And so after she passed, you continued to make the products and start selling them?
1: Yeah, you know, I just started when I realized, you know, that it made a difference and, and you know, restoring the moisture in her skin and the dryness and she had burning and stuff. And I said, well, you know, let me look a little further in what I'm using and why the things that we use all the time did not work. So I started doing, you know, research on natural ingredients and their benefits. And I just started shuffling around in the kitchen and mixing things. And it just developed into something much greater than I ever had anticipated. It never was my goal to start a line. But I just think that the love that I had for my mom, it just became bigger than me. And it just birthed this line.
0: And you also have a career outside of Dornay as well. Two of them, actually. Tell us about them.
1: Yes, I work a full-time job with um, a major communications company, and it is a very stressful job. And I also work with different salons and Whole Foods, and I work with um, a local natural Market called the mustard seed market. So I'm kind of all over the place right now.
0: Right, right. And you're also, um, you're a manicurist as well, right?
1: Yes. I Well, I don't any longer do nails, but I've had three nail salons and I practice um, and own salons for many, many years. I'm still licensed and I'm looking forward to bringing that back around in some capacities, not in my, with my hands, but having that, back around in some capacities in my business and my new endeavors.
0: Oh, that would be wonderful. And we're going to talk a little bit about your store that you're going to be opening. And you know, you never know whether you might be able to have some manicurist tables in there one day. But Dornay, take us back to, um, you know, the the first part of your business. You've, you've grown so much. And Your business has just expanded. I've been so inspired by just watching you overcome so many obstacles, but one in particular just stands out. And, you know, I I know our listeners, we all encounter obstacles and challenges as we grow our businesses, but you have overcome, you know, quite a significant one. Can you tell us a little bit about that and how you, you know, managed to just, you know, pull things together and keep going under such stressful circumstances?
1: Oh, certainly. Um, my mother passed away in 2010 and right before she passed away I got married and um, I got married and well shortly after my marriage I found out that my husband had liver cancer and so we went through he went through but as, as a family we went through three liver transplants and he passed away and it was very tough it was very tough to try and maintain a household. I am a mom. Um, my son was 10 at the time of his passing, trying to maintain a home, still trying to grieve from my mother's death. I don't think I ever, even still to this day, had the opportunity to do that because I got so involved in my husband's illness and still trying to maintain the Dornay line. And it was really, really challenging. It was really tough. Um, There were long sleepless nights. I had to question whether or not I wanted to continue to do this because mentally and spiritually, I could not give Dornay what it actually deserved, what my customers deserved, and what it needed. It was just a very tough time trying for me to handle the lost of my husband and be there for my son who was suffering dearly from back-to-back deaths so it was just really a tough time but you know through it all i just had to be mindful that these two important people in my life was so supportive of me and anything that i did um my husband had a lot to do with naming some of the products that i had on the line early on in the business and mixing and whipping and telling his friends and things like that. So I had to continue. No matter how hard it was, I had to figure out a way to press on and and not just lay down and just give up on these blessings. I think they're all blessings in spite of our trials and our tribulations. We just have to figure out a way to keep moving. We, we just have to figure out a way and and I did that and I'm so glad that I did. I feel so good that I made the decision to get up and, and get out of bed and dry my eyes and say, you know, I can do this because I know still that they have that faith in me and they knew that this is something that I was so passionate about and had, you know, my husband been here he would have been right there with me he wouldn't have wanted me to give up, so I, I had to do it
0: well and and that's such a, a beautiful example of how uh as you say figuring it out and you know that is i mean i i I watched you i was I was there to see all the things that you were doing and I didn't have the close up personal view to the to the family issues so much as I had these conversations with you where you would tell me a little bit about what was going on in the business. And Dornay, Dornay, I called you Dornay. A and, you know, I do that from time to time because it's such a pretty name and it sounds like a person's name. But, you know, I remember watching you hanging on by a string, just hanging on and not letting it go and not letting it go and staying and was- up to make the products. And, and you you really were literally just hanging on there for a while.
1: Yes, that is so true. And, I mean, barely hanging on. It was just... You know, early on, I started before my husband really got sick. We traveled a lot and we did a lot of trade shows in different states and we were on the road. And that was a big part of my growth. And um, my online order sustained me. And had it not been for that, I don't know if the door line really would have survived. Mm-hmm. It was the customers that I had established through the online presence because I just could not give it me, I could not get myself involved. I could not speak. I could not think. I just could not do anything. But, you know, when people put their orders in, you you they don't know that you're going through, you know, hell. They don't know that you're crying tears in their jars. They they don't have a clue. They want their product and they supported what I was doing. They love the product and, and that gave me as well that inspiration to keep going, but but they have no idea that they have many, many crocodile tears in a lot of those jars that was being (laughs) shipped out at at that time. You know, I had to figure it out. I don't know how I did it, but I, I had to figure it out. And it was just moment by moment. I wouldn't even give it day by day. It was moment by moment.
0: Good. Good. And thank you so much for being willing to share that because I know our listeners, um, whatever challenge you're having, and I know you're having one, you may just feel like you're just hanging on. And sometimes that's all we can do is just hang on. We don't know what the future's going to be. We don't know whether it's going to get harder or easier. But we have this thing, as you described, inside of us that this passion for what we do, that there's almost something intangible and indescribable that drives us. And thank you. Thank you so much for sharing that. And so here you are with a son, a full-time job, and a business. And you are doing all of this and doing it quite well. And then one day, a couple weeks ago, you emailed me and said, what do you think I'm going to open a store? (laughs) And I remember saying... Yes. Open a store. And I remember I remember getting off the email and I think we had a phone conversation. I was like, wow, this is seriously a superwoman. So tell us, Dornay, what what went through your mind? Why a store? Why now? And, you know, tell us what's what's happening and how it's going.
1: Well, you know what? I'm so excited about it. And like anything, a new endeavor, you you have that fear. But having a boutique was something that it wasn't anything that I was looking for at the time it it just came about out the the area that I that I'm going to open is an area that I always drive through and I said oh if I ever open up a store this would be where it you know this was one of the places I'd like for it to be and one day I was just riding down the street and I saw a sign and I said well I just wanna know you know what the rent is in this area I'm not ready by any stretch of the imagination actually I was in my car was in my pajamas I ran to the bank it was just I just was curious to find out If it was an area that would have been, you know, something that I could afford, you know, later on down the line. So the long and short of it, to my surprise, it was beyond what I can afford. Um, The opportunity was so great. And it was literally just handed to me. And I just believe that that was the time that God opened the door and he says, either you're going to walk through it or you're going to turn your back on it. And I had to make a decision and I made a decision to step out on faith. And it was a quick decision. It wasn't like I said, nothing that I absolutely planned. That I was sitting here just pounding the pavements, looking for areas. It was something. It was. It's just a faith move, and I'm just so excited about it. I, you know, I'm opening up really soon. I got my keys. I got to work and and fix the store up. And I, I'm just really, really on this roll right now. And I am just making faith moves. I'm, I'm making faith moves. I'm tired, but I'm gonna do it
0: <laughs> well and, and you know i I've, I'm looking back through our email exchanges, and it was um less than four weeks ago yeah that you emailed me and then and then you posted a picture on Facebook of I think it was you with the key or a picture of the lease, yes. and then you posted a picture of the walls being painted and some floors being sanded, <laughs> and I said, this girl is i'm like I don't know about that communications company, but she she must be working there with a, le- a-, a lease tethered or something to herself because. But this is this is so fantastic. So you've, you're almost ready to open. You'll be opening actually May 2015, which is this month. So tell us, you know, what are some of the things that you have learned just in this four week period of time that you could share with other makers who are thinking about opening a store as well.
1: You know, I I think that. Um so far, let me go back. I, I own a business before years ago. I own three nail salons, so I I kind of had an idea of what it entailed to get started in dealing with the city. Because I'm actually opening in a historical district, it, it's a little bit tougher. I, I think it's unnecessary, but it's, it's a little bit tougher to get permits. It's tougher to just get the sign approved, you have to have three, five, sig- it's just a delay. So my learning process is, um, had I realized that it was a historical district, I think that I would have researched a little better what it entails, how long, it. you know, it was just delays. You know, I'm the type of person when when I'm ready to do something, let's go. You know, I don't, I don't want any hiccups. And I, I know that's unrealistic in some capacities, but what I've learned is that you have to know your area. You have to know, it's not as simple in, in certain districts In this historical district that I am moving in, it's a little difficult. Whereas other cities and other areas, you know, it it, it doesn't take that much. You go sign your name, you pay your fees and, and it's just that. But with every thing that I am doing, I have to have three to five signatures. So, you know, I, I'm just learning my area. I'm learning my area. I appreciate it. I love the area, but it's just a little bit more more difficult. And and of course when you're renovating, you you know, whereas you think the wall is solid and you go to paint it and it crumbles. You know, it's just the whole renovation. Um I've never had to renovate a place because it was bare bones. It was in um one of our old newspaper um, places and and they hadn't done anything to it. So it's just every day is I'm learning something. And most importantly, I'm learning to be patient. I'm learning patience. That has been one of my vices for many, many years, but I'm learning to be patient because nothing happens overnight and we have this vision and, and it just, you know, it doesn't always go as planned. So you just have to acquire as much patience as possible.
0: Well, that's a really good uh, reminder there, I think, for all of us. And so you just pointed out something that's really interesting and important, too. And I think that that is that as much as we can share basic things that apply to retail spaces across the board, for example, make sure you read your lease, make sure you, you know, make sure, you know, you know what the landlord covers, what are the utilities, all that stuff. But also... How specific a lot of things are to local areas that are not spelled out in advance for you
1: exactly exactly.
0: so I guess it's really important to go to your uh, the the county where you're store is located so you can find out some of maybe land use restrictions or as you mentioned historical things there may be some trash restrictions I know when we had a studio there was a trash restriction we didn't know about so it made it really hard for us to take the trash out (laughs) Um, so little things like that so I mean ask ask so many questions way more many questions and and also Torian does it help to talk to other people who are leasing space nearby because, you know, if I'd asked, they would have told me about the trash restriction, I guess.
1: Most certainly because what I've I've been doing, um, I've put my tennis shoes on and I've been introducing myself and knocking on my neighbor's doors and, you know, just learning the area, you know, and a little bit more, you know, riding through it and enjoying the area because it's just an area where there's a lot of shops and boutiques and they have a lot of festivals and enjoying it and working is two entirely different things. So I have been diligent about meeting my neighbors and talking to them and and getting more understanding and ideas as to how that district works, how the city works and different requirements. And it has been, everybody's been so welcoming. I'm so excited about it. And they've been so very helpful on this journey that has only been four weeks. You know, they've really been helpful. So you have to get out, you know, and introduce yourself and speak to your neighbors because they've been there. You know, Mm -hmm. they they Mm -hmm. know it and they can be very, very helpful. And, And so far, I have just been open, you know, open arms is just open arms. It's just been an awesome experience with so far my neighbors.
0: So tell me a little bit about what this store looks like and what you expect to see there. I'm just so excited to tell everybody about your grand opening in a bit.
1: You know, this store is going to be like home. Um, it's going to be for family. I always speak about my Dornay family because it, this whole journey was based on the love of my mother, my family. So I'm making it, you know, like home. It's going to be really warm. It has a lot of earth tones and, you know, dark woods and, you know, antique wrought irons. I just want people to feel so comfortable there, like they're walking into their own space. So you know, I'm, that is just really my goal. It's not going to be flashy and bright. It's going to be just warm and fuzzy. That's what I'm looking for: warm and fuzzy.
0: And how are you going to manage the store with a full time job?
1: I have employees.
0: Awesome. Have
1: employees. Have you, you know, found I- them yet? I I have. I, and and also I have a lot of help with my family. My family has been so supportive of this journey and coming over at night and packing and labeling and and so I do have help and I'm so grateful for that because right now I'm I'm in transition. You know, I'm still working the full-time job and I have to do that until I get this pretty solid so I can make the complete transition you know, out of my full-time job and solely work the Dornay business, you know, on its own. But I just do have help and I'm so grateful for it. And you have to, we have to as Indies, you know, we think we're super women. And I I think that I've thought that for so long that, oh, I can do it, I don't have to ask for any help. And people always extend themselves. Oh, if you know if you need any help, I know you're up all night. Especially at the time when, you know, I was going through all those tragedies, you know, I, I thought I could do it all, and you know, until you break. And you don't want to get to a breaking point. You want mm-hmm. to
0: mm-hmm.
1: get the help. You have to get the help, you know. And that's that's been a struggle for me for years is just really not taking the help that people were offering. But now, guess what? Anybody who walks through my door has to work. <laughs>
0: well you know we do need to ask for help and really help is all around us it's just a matter of of recognizing it so so thank you for that reminder I I think I need to be reminded of that as well so tell us a little bit Torian about what your business model is going to look like after the store opens what are the different things that you'll have what are the revenue streams and how are you structuring things
1: well, you know what? Um, right now I'm setting, you know, getting the boutique ready with all the Dornay products, but my space is so large. It is it's, it's so large. I, I, I sat there the other night and I was looking. I said, oh, my goodness. But what I'm going to do with the space, because I have it, it's going to allow me. I, I'm so into soap making. I just have really, really um, become so fond of cold processed soap making and so I'm going to utilize the space for soap making classes. I have so many people asking I need you to teach me. I would like to have a class and things like that so it would allow me to do soap making classes. I would like to support. I have a lot of friends that have different businesses that makes jewelry and i would like to showcase them i believe that god has given me a blessing and i don't want them to take it away from me by being selfish so if that place will allow me to open the door for someone else to be introduced and to help them establish themselves or get their business out i would like to have you know saturday nights or sunday afternoons where I have other indies and, and local businesses. Um, I, I hate to be biased to our women, but I would like to have, you know, ladies night because we have a lot of gifted people here in my city. And But, you know, you, you have to get help. You know, someone has to help you. you. You need, you know, that help. So I would like to open the doors for other opportunities, for other people to, you know, start walking in their journey and, and walking in their purpose just to be able to expand myself to help someone else is the, the, the greatest gift that I think that this has given me to give to somebody else. So those are other, um, avenues of income that I'm, you know, looking to in streams that I'm looking to bring into the store. Um, I have a couple of people asking me about a consignment, you know, they make jewelry and they would like to have it actually as a part of the Dornay boutique, um, retail but you know I, i'm i'm growing each day and learning each day outside of the soap making classes and things like that and having little vendor meets um with other indies and in the uh, local indies in the area each day you know i just don't sleep i can't turn it off i'm figuring it out so i think each day I'm 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 learning something new about how i want this to to grow
0: you must be not not having many moments of not thinking about this. And as you just mentioned, even in your sleep, it seems like you're still thinking about this. So in our last few minutes, I would just love to hear your tips for people who are managing a business because you also have your online business, which is another stream that you didn't mention, but obviously that's not going anywhere, right? So you do have all these things and you still manage to have a full-time job. We have so many listeners who have a full-time job and they're also parents and they also have a business. What are your best tips and words of encouragement for them, Torian?
1: To you know what? The biggest thing is becoming organized. Once I really made up my mind that this is something that I wanted to do full-time. I You, you have to Have a sense of organization because if not, you're going to be all over the place. You know, you, everything is not going to be perfect, but you know, when you come home from work, you still have to be mom. And if you're married, you still have to be wife. So you have to learn how to carve out those times for family. That's just most important. Um, But being organized with your business and organized with, you know, I do a lot of vendor events. I do a lot of trade shows I also am obligated through working with Whole Foods and the other uh, mustard seed market stores that you know I have to do demos. So, you know, but you have to most importantly take care of yourself. I have times where I shut it down. I, I, I get in the corner, I get quiet, I don't wanna talk. And I just, you know, just meditate in everything that is going on. You have to take care of yourself, number one. I can't say organization enough you Mm -hmm. have to be organized and you have to understand that it's family first you have to take care of your family you you can't put yourself in a position where you're just trying to accomplish everything which i understand because i'm all over the place but You have to take care of yourself. You do. You have to understand that without you, it's not going to be the business. If you're not good, then nothing else is going to be good. I take a lot of notes. I have a million and one tablets. I write everything down. If it's just the word, the, if I think of it and it relates to Dornay, I write it down. And so that's what helps me keep all of these things going. You know, I get off of work, I'm running, dropping off orders. I come home, I'm up late at night packing orders. So, you know, you just have to develop a system that is conducive to you and your your daily life. But I will continue to say, Don't give up. Don't let that full-time job, if that's not what you want to do or you're not happy in that place and this is something that you're passionate about, don't give up. Your time is going to come. It's not always when you expect it like mine. I never thought that I would open up a store, but you just cannot give up. Keep walking in your purpose. Keep staying faithful and, and just don't give up.
0: How beautiful is that? Thank you so much for sharing that. Now, Tell us your address for your store and where we can go for the grand opening. I know you've probably organized that already as well. We need a road trip, Torian.
1: I know. Actually, I'm in the historical district of downtown Bedford, Ohio. It's right outside of Cleveland. Um, My address is 711 Broadway Avenue in downtown Bedford. And the um, grand opening is going to be May the 9th and I'm just gonna have an all day event and I'm just so excited about it and, and everybody's excited about it and I, I just can't wait to finally open the doors and just showcase all the things that I do. You know, by me working at home, you know, so many people come to my house and and, and that's that's taxing and you, you can't do that. You know, the stores that um, have my products, the Whole Foods and the Mustard Seeds, and I have beauty salons, that carry my products of course they don't carry the entire line so this is an opportunity for me to showcase everything that I do and more and and I'm just I just could not be more excited about it
0: well it's going to be fantastic and I know you you're going to post pictures everywhere so for those yeah. of us who may not be able to attend in person we will be able to, to attend vicariously because Torian does such a great job of using her Facebook page and her Pinterest and her Instagram, such a wonderful job of that. And you can go to Dornay D-O-R-N-E-E dot com to buy her products and get all the news and information and follow her on your favorite social media outlet, right, Torian?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: Well, thank you so much, dear. This has been an information packed episode. I'm so excited that we grabbed you before things get even more busy for you. And we are wishing you the best. And we look forward to seeing that grand opening and some of us maybe even celebrating with you. So excited. Congratulations.
1: Thank you, Donna Maria. I appreciate you and all that you do for all of us. I just can't say that enough. I'm so honored to be a part of such a network with such great, great Indies. I learn from them. So as I'm on this journey, I'm learning every day from my Indie sisters and brothers. We have an awesome, awesome family.
0: Thank you. It is pretty awesome. And it's my pleasure to serve you. Thank you so much for joining us. We look forward to seeing that store. Can't wait. Bye-bye.
1: bye
0: Well, I hope you enjoyed my interview with Tori and Howell of Dornay Bath and Body Luxuries in Twinsburg, Ohio. And if you did, won't you send me some Twitter love? Just go to IndieBusinessNetwork.com forward slash love, and you can let your friends know that you enjoy the Indie Business Podcast. I really want you to find it useful. And if you love it, please take a moment to let me know by sharing. And you know, if I can improve the show, let me know that too. There's a contact link at our website at IndieBusinessNetwork.com forward slash contact, and you can send a message. I read every single one of them. I'd love to know how I can serve you better. I'll see you on the next episode of the Indie Business Podcast. In the meantime, break all the rules, build your own corporate ladder, and create the life you love.